We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. So, uh, Heat won two quarters tonight. <laughs> start there. Um, listen... We've been getting arguments on Twitter, on the timeline, in the group chats, on Twitter, on Heat Facebook. They're, you know, hanging people in effigy because Heat Facebook is weird. Here's my point of view on this whole thing. First of all, it's Heat and Seven, you fucking cowards. Okay? That's number one. Second of all, Kyle Lowry, Max Struess, or Duncan Robinson, whoever's starting at the two, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker, Markeith Morris, Caleb Martin, Victor Oladipo, uh, who else? Gabe Vincent, who am I missing? Omer Yurt 7, I mean, Haywood Highsmith, Kyle Guy, Dwayne Dedman. These guys have given me one of the most enjoyable heat seasons of my entire life. So what I'm not going to do after every game, no matter how bad people want me to do it, is pack niggas up. I'm not going to say, we need to trade this dude. We need to trade that dude. That talk will come in the offseason. Mm-hmm. For now, I'm going to support the team that has had such mm-hmm. a good season that we get four, five, six hundred viewers live every night. We get 4,000, 5,000 people downloading the, the uh, being watching the, the YouTube shows. We get thousands and thousands of podcast listeners to a show that's a visual medium, not to mention all the other Heat Beat properties, right? I, as a Heat fan, am not going to sit here and pretend to put on some analyst hat and act like I know all about every fucking thing. I don't. I just root for my team. So what, I'm, if you want the show that's going to talk shit about our own players, who's going to start talking about trades right now, who we need, who's not this, who's not that, who's not a superstar, who you can win a finals with, who you can't win a finals with, this is not it. I'm appreciative as fuck of this Miami Heat basketball team. It's still heating seven. I'm not, I'm not, you know, throwing in a towel by any means. But what I'm trying to tell y'all is I appreciate the shit out of these dudes. Okay? So I don't know who, whoever else wants to do it. I'm not going to be the one to do it. 
I'm not going to be the one to start to start shit talking Bam out of bio when we've been calling him the defensive player of the year all year. And all of a sudden we just want to we want to talk we want to talk about the man like a fucking dog. Like what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Man. Like what are we doing? You want to talk about Kyle Lowry like a fucking dog. Like that man didn't fucking prop you up for months. This season, when Bam and Jimmy were fucking out, the reason you're a fucking one seed and you have a chance to win a game in fucking Boston and come home and win a game seven is because of Kyle fucking Lowry. Mm-hmm. Grow the fuck up. Like, we got you, packing up Jimmy Butler. He's not a superstar because of three bad games when he was the best player in the playoffs all see the entire playoffs. He was the best injury, player way. up until three games ago. Statistically, he might still be top three right now. Grow up. Teams lose. Sometimes your team is a little bit injured and you run into a. The Celtics are really fucking good. They are a good basketball team. You understand what I'm saying? Like, Robert Williams is a very good defensive player. It is hard to score on him. Now, is that excuses? No. Should they play better? Yes. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and just shit on these dudes, man. Like, it's just weird behavior. Anyway, take me out, Brass. That's all I'm saying, guys. Y'all, any, anybody, y'all are free to do what you want. You're free to pack dudes up, throw them in the trade machine, send motherfuckers. To, you can do whatever you want. I'm just saying I am not going to do it, and I'm going to try my best for us not to be the show that just shits on the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. And listen, if it goes that way, it goes that way. But I'm going to do my best that this is not that show. Because you know what? It's hangover time. I'm Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alph954. If you're watching live on Twitch, thank you very much. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, gift subs, do whatever the shit y'all do. If you're watching the replay on YouTube after tonight's game, oh, you are you are a mensch. I fucking love you. That is a. I can't believe you would go to YouTube and watch more analysis of that fucking game. And if you're listening to the podcast in the morning, drink all the way to work, all the way. Yeah, we need it at breakfast. Put vodka in your corn. This is this is the morning to do it though. Okay. The views I'm of Alphonse Sydney do not reflect the views of Miami Heat <laughs> and Hangover Time. They are his own, and we do not condone any of the messy shit he was out here talking about. Whatever. Let's go. Let's find out who kicked our ass tonight, Brass. They kicked our ass. Moose, who kicked our ass? We were starting with that. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right on the spot. Okay. You know what? Out the gate, this, I don't know if it's the top one, but it's the first one that came to my head. The fucking refs tonight. Did they forget the game was in Miami? We weren't getting a a single home court call. I'm not even talking like a three-second defensive violation or nothing. The refs kicked our ass tonight, and I'm drinking that monkey shoulder because I'm trying to forget what happened tonight and just just move forward to Boston. So, yeah. Take Bond, who kicked our ass tonight? Um, uh, they kicked their own ass, and um, the conference schedule didn't help. Um, yeah, Adam Silver kicked our ass. Fuck. Sorry. You know, but, you know. I don't know. Uh, worn downness 
all a, a bunch of that kicked our ass, but they also um, played a fair hand in kicking their own ass. Is how I feel. Brass, who kicked our ass tonight? Uh, I mean, I would definitely go with Adam Silver. Just fucking this, this, this every other game thing, man. And it sucks for both teams. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general. I think. I think this series could have been way more competitive. Now, granted, it's. It's. I do think it goes seven. This is. This is. The series isn't over, but the way you've seen it. it just both both sides are just like obliterated and like you know i just don't understand why he didn't add an extra day in for travel i haven't gone back i haven't checked to see if they they've done that in years past but i mean not to my knowledge it's pretty fucked up um and this is this is the kind of basketball you get which is just a bunch of broken ass players out there um and uh yeah but no you're right it happens on both sides but i get i get a little frustrated because I don't think there's all this talk about like, oh, oh, you know, Jason Tatum and is, you know, he's, they kept talking about like his lingering injury and everything out there. And, and that could, that's, that could very well be true. But like, there's no talk. I didn't hear really any talk about Jimmy. I heard, I didn't oh, really hear much, perfectly healthy. much talk about Kyle. And I'm pretty sure the Celtics kind of had to figure out if you just hit the floor and stay on the floor and go back to the locker room every now and then people are like, oh, they must be hurt. But because we don't do that, I just think, like, there's no... You see Jimmy, he has absolutely zero lift. Zero lift. What Peyton Pritchard did to him... Peyton Pritchard kicked our fucking ass in this series. That's really what happened. Because that fucking... When he grabbed his right knee like that, coming up off the fucking floor, it completely changed the trajectory of Jimmy Butler in this series. Uh, Slumpin' Slobinson says, Let's see what excuses Alf has today. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. What are y'all be talking about? Ah. <laughs> what what is excuses? When do I have I given excuses? Mm. Team sucks one night. Team like who is going to be surprised if the Heat go into Game Six and win a game in Boston? They just did it. I don't give excuses for poor performances. They suck tonight. But what I don't do is decide that a player's entire career is shit. Because you over emotional ass motherfuckers get all hyped and mad over a game. Can you, oh no, Bam didn't do what I wanted, but shut the fuck up. You're emotional, you're weird. And you'll be, you will put somebody in the trade machine off of a single bad fucking game. That's not what I do. If that's an excuse, I, I, I guess I make excuses. I don't, I, you guys have watched, if you've watched me all season, I do not overreact to wins or losses. I haven't overreacted to the point we're in the Eastern Conference Finals. You motherfuckers thought that we're going to miss the playoffs at certain points in the season. Is that making excuses? Or is that me just being fucking reasonable and not being overly fucking weird about bad games? Anyway, Kenny, who kicked our ass? My own patience kicked our ass. <laughs> Look, um, people don't know. The Miami Heat did like community work at my preschool. I've been a Heat fan since 96. I've been closely watching since 2002. I joined Heat Beat in 2021. I have, this past week or so, I have never been more miserable in my life as a Heat fan, but keep this in mind. I haven't had any emotional attachment to basketball since D-Way got hurt in 07. It's, these fucking like and i'm not gonna blame everybody but these fucking fans man oh my 
Like, if you're gonna be a pseudo expert, watch the fucking game at least, dude. Like, does he went what seven for forty five tonight from three? Yes, something Ooh. insane like that, right? That is that is so, that is it. I was gonna bring that up. Second <laughs> second game in a row, second game in a row. Match is zero for nine. Um, I think who was it? Kyle was zero for six, zero for seven, something like that. Jimmy was like three for fourteen. 0 for 6, Jimmy 3 for 14. Bam is 8 for 14. And I have hundreds of dumbass fucking idiots yelling at me about Bam needs to be. What the fuck game are you watching? The nigga was second in field goal attempts all throughout. And fine, field goal attempts aren't shot attempts really because that doesn't fit the narrative, whatever the case is. The reason they lost is looking you in the fucking face. It's looking you in the face. It's right there. They couldn't hit a shot. Why are we like recycling these dumbass like takes we have hosted just in case like uh hey whatever <laughs> what hey fuck it three fifteen three forty whatever the fucking percentage was from three it doesn't matter he's not aggressive what fifty percent from three and it's Bam's fault it's Bam's fault he finishes the game eight for fourteen and it's Bam's fault because of aggression and but see that no, is no, not no, to no, say no no I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I, I don't ever. You can get the takes from podcasts because I do see stuff we say like get remixed and whatever, but use the full context. Sometimes Bam is in transition and he pulls the ball out when he shouldn't, right? Annoying. Very annoying. That's annoying. Every once in a while. That happens what? Six times a game? Like that's that's a lot. So let's say he attacks, he makes half of them. That's six points. They've been losing these games by 30. Why the fuck are you talking to me about this? Like at a certain point, just fucking. How many? Like I'm. You know what? Don't pull up stats. We know how they've shot the last two games. We know what the actual problem is. Fine, Ben can be more aggressive, even though that's not his role. It's never been his role. We know what guys' roles are. The guys who are supposed to put the ball in the basket have not been able to. But let's go ahead and blame this guy. Fine, whatever. Cool. Believe me out of it. I didn't ask for any of this shit. I did not ask for anybody's opinion. You're not an expert. You're not an analyst. You're a dude with a social media account who half-ass watches games. I don't want to hear that shit. They lost the game. Cool. I'm fine. If it's Heat and 7, it's Heat and 7. Hey, if it's Celtics and 6, Celtics and 7. I've seen losses before. It's fine. But if you're going to be the pseudo expert experts at least pay a little attention to what they're talking about before they talk i don't even know if i'm staying for this whole show because i don't i'm gonna tell the chat right now i don't have any funny jokes i'm not in the mood for that shit. <laughs> no so this has been it's so like insane. this has been just, like oh my god I just it's real cool. anger and it has nothing to do with the game no, that's fair that's fair just real quick before your internet goes out who kicked their ass I didn't. I man, I don't sure. care. I don't he care. Said okay. his, his emotions okay. kicked out. <laughs> so okay, there's a lot of talk about don't don't uh, blame injuries, right? So one of the things that okay, so the thing is, like, we can speak about these things intellectually, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can say the refs did a terrible job, but you probably gonna if the ref did a great job, you still were gonna lose that game, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You could say. You your injuries to the injury to Jimmy Butler 
Right now, Jimmy don't look himself. And that cripples you. The Tyler injury really hurts if Jimmy can't score for you, right? Kyle Lowry hasn't looked like himself the entire playoffs. All these things are true. But then you can also say, okay, well, then maybe there's something to the roster construction that yes. doesn't allow you to overcome these things, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a way to talk about injuries, yes. And the Celtics are injured too, but yes. they can overcome some of these things because of the way their roster is constructed. Mm-hmm. The yes. Heat have a very small margin for error. So, yes, you can say guys are injured. The refs suck. You're not blaming the loss on those things. You're just saying these were factors, and if we were built a little bit differently, we could overcome them. Absolutely. I'm so glad you set it up that way because, yes, injuries played a big role in our loss tonight. I'm not I'm not negating that. But injuries aren't the reason we lost tonight's game, okay? I, I think all year, and especially it shows tonight with Tyler not playing at all, we needed more offense from our bench. And we were getting it from different guys every night. Like, w- throughout the season, the entire time, the sum of its parts, when they were all clicking and working together, that's when the Heat's at its best. But unfortunately, you're not going to get that in a seven-game series in the playoffs just because of the way that they're constantly scheming for you every single game. Shout out to the uh, Coach Adoku of uh, Boston that he's doing an incredible job in this series with all of the defensive adjustments. You couple that with the injuries and the overall physicality of Boston, just completely denying us anything at the rim tonight. And and Jimmy's lack of explosion, again, take it back to not having those two days in between. So it's it's a mix of all of that coming together at the absolute worst time of the year. Injuries are catching up to you. And right now it's literally just about who's going to come out of this the healthiest, which neither side is going to be healthy at the end of this, but who can make it? Moose, the chat's getting on you by the way you uh, Yeah, I, you listen, go. drinking, there's a lot of things going on. I thought you said I just, Sudoku. Oh, the, 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 the Sudoku, game. no, yeah. no. I kind of did that like KG said. Uh, there was a funny clip that I saw of KG messing up a word. I'll find it. Take me out, Brass. Oh, <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. You it know what I'm talking about? Cool. Yeah, it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> and the fact <laughs> that me and you were just no, talking no, no, about it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Get, get us a tweet or something. Um, <laughs> Siobhan. <laughs> Okay, so now another issue people are, uh, people are talking about is the refs, right? Now the refs, I don't think they were great. I don't think they were fair. I think there were some drives when they finally drove to the basket. They didn't get the fu- they didn't get the calls. Mm-hmm. And Mark Jackson made a, com- a comment that when you're not as aggressive as the other team, eventually the refs stop rewarding you. It's not right, but it's it's playoff basketball reality. And for too many possessions, I thought they saw Robert Williams or they saw even guys like Al Horford or guys like Grant Williams and pulled the ball back out. The only one who wasn't scared all night was Gabe. And I think also, I think Jimmy not having his knees and Kyle not having his hamstring has prevented them from wanting to attack these guys. But you can't ask the refs to bail you out if you're not aggressive all night long and the one time you drive, you want a a foul call. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, I agree. Um, before we talk, I, I kind of want to touch on a little bit of everything else first. I think so. I think I think people are allowed to have their opinions. Yes, there's a way to frame your opinion um, intellectually. Yes, there's a way to use whatever evidence you want to use to like back up your opinion, right? And I think so. You, I'm glad you mentioned, you know. Um, kind of the stuff with roster construction, because I think what you see now is some frustrations from people who have maybe felt a particular way about the team all season. And maybe like it wasn't worded or, or said the way that you or whomever else, whomever else that the, the people are having these like debates or fights or issues or these like spats, whatever the fuck, like maybe things haven't been worded the best or whatever, but if people have had feelings about the product or or the the components of the product, um, you know, kind of throughout, but then were you know barked back at by you know they're playing well and yet this and once and, and all of that is completely true. This team has has played well. Um, the sum of its parts have have come together really nicely, and it sucks that it hasn't now. But I to go back to the point of roster construction and, and, and the way that the team has been put together. If people have had frustrations with that, then they are, are allowed to have those frustrations. Word them, speak them in a way that like is not, uh, you know, derogatory, inflammatory, and, and, and just like real asshole-ish uh, about whomever <laughs> it is. Um, but you, you're either talking about the players or do you want people to talk about Riley? Do you want people to talk about the front office? Like, where do you want people to direct whatever kind of it is that they feel? And if people get emotional, you can also not get emotional back. Like people, but you are, you have that right. Like people have the things, the the, the rights to say or, or feel about the things. We talk about Bam and, and why he catches so much flack. But then a lot of us here, you particularly Alf Kenny, like talk a lot about, you know, not really wanting to hear contractual talk. And if people are just talking about the money that people make just to talk about, you know, just to talk about the dollar figure, then that's one thing. But a contract is supposed to be a mutual understanding, a mutual agreement of what we should be able to realistically expect here and kind of going forward. Um, and so I think it is fair in a way to have frustrations with the guys. People have had frustrations with Kyle all season. Kyle has had shooting slumps most of the season. Yeah, he helped you, you know, get through tough stretches without Jimmy and Bam, but so did the rest of them. Um, and so, yeah, people have had frustrations with Kyle. People have had frustrations with Bam, because this is where the money is. People have frustrations with the idea of paying Tyler because maybe they see the warts, and that's just another sum of money. Tyler would have been great this series. I think his offensive game suits this this series really well. But I don't know. There's it's a it's a lot of other stuff. I don't want to take up too much time, but like there's a way to to talk and let people talk, but there's also a way to hear and and respond. Um, 
to your point about the refs, though, you can take me out, Russ. Um, so maybe it isn't right that that is how that they go about, but kind of not really because, and I'm not even coming from a, a bias standpoint, being that you know my roommate's a ref. Like me and her go back and forth all the time. Like we have like kind of just like heated little discussions. And it is true though, the team that comes out and sets the tone, that is the one that sets the tone. You are going to show me what a what a you know what a what a foul looks like. You're going to show me you know how I'm going to go about doing this. And so yeah, the point at which they finally decided to start you know, playing with force. One, it was too late. And then two, well, maybe not too late because they got it to 13, but, you know, it, it's it's not fair. It's not right. But it is, like you said, it's playoff basketball. You are the home team. You've been the one, like, play, show, bring it to, make, put it on me to, to make the call. And if you're not, then you're not until you do. And then they've been doing it the whole game, though. So I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. Real, real quick, just to Bond's point, because she's absolutely right. We didn't see, at least I felt like we didn't see any real assertiveness or aggressiveness from the Miami Heat until Caleb came in in the second quarter. We finally started seeing these guys wake up and some energy building and some momentum going. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, then halftime came and all that just completely stopped and then it started over and we couldn't find that rhythm again after the half. Um, but but she's absolutely right. It it shouldn't have taken until that moment in the second quarter for us to be attacking the uh, the paint as aggressively as as and you I get know, injuries. We certain types of injuries prevent like certain types of explosiveness and moves, and I understand all that. But even going into the the things that we were taking, I always have an issue with the way that Bam kind of goes into a shot. Some I have an issue sometimes with the the lack of kind of just being sturdy and, and Jimmy shot the fading away like. Those stuffs have been things. So um, I know that they they are hurt, but like they also didn't play with the I don't know requisite amount of like um, and they shot like shit, and they were moving for the most part, moving and getting into the looks and into the shots cleanly. So look, I'm 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 gonna remain consistent here. That's what I was just gonna point out. <laughs> look, if we we can talk about the officiating all we want, maybe that maybe it was skewed a certain way maybe it wasn't the end of the day seven of 45 from three is what lost the game right that's it we can we can blame the rest and yeah that's fun that's cool but seven of 45 from three we like if this goes with both my point and bond's point we got to stay on topic here what actually lost the game seven of 45 from three lost it that's all there is to it and I will say to the contract thing, and I'm not sitting here. I, I, don't, I do not have the energy for an argument. I've been in Arkansas for two days, okay? Damn. What is he Arkansas, saying, man? Fayetteville, Arkansas. I had to stay at a quality in and suites last night. That's fucking false advertising, <laughs> by the Christ. way. The floors um, were sticky. The carpet was sticky. There were five the floors. There were five pillows on the bed, and all of them were a perfect fucking square. Have you ever tried to sleep on five perfectly square pillows? It's a fucking nightmare. I've slept two hours in the last fucking 72, and I'm fucking exhausted, and I'm tired, and I come home to a fucking flat bullshit performance from the Miami Heat. Yes, they were fucking hurt. They were fucking tired. I'm fucking tired. No energy. I up for a nice fucking game, for a nice show. I've had energy from the fucking start. God damn it. I know your hamstrings hurt. I'm fat and old. 
You think this shit is easy for me? I just had to sit on an airplane next to the whitest white woman I've ever seen in my life. She had shoulders like Gronkowski. I don't know where the fuck they made her at. She was like five foot three, but it's like wider than me. I'm over here. I'm a six foot, 250 pound black dude. I'm over here like this because it's five foot three white woman. It's taking up all the seats. And she brought her own fucking food on the flight. A whole fucking pack, some bistro sandwich shit with oh, fucking do that a, a charcuterie board. She had all kinds of snacks. She was spreading her shit out everywhere. I was in fucking hell. And you know what? I showed up tonight. I showed up. I was injured. My lower back fucking hurt. I was seated. You know the fucking little weird seat the fucking flight attendant sits in? I looked at the fucking flight plan, the seat plan. Oh, this is a good seat. There's nothing next to it. No, there's a flight attendant right next to me. And he just fucking posted up the whole fucking night. I can't move my goddamn arms. Motherfucker. I showed up. Anyway, sorry. Hey, look, I've vented. I'm good now. I'm just here to provide some advice. Alf, and you've lived longer than me. You know this, but just a reminder. As somebody whose dating life was the most active when they lived with their parents, if you get booked for a cheap hotel, sleep in a car. No, it wasn't my fault. No, I didn't have a car. No, I was in Arkansas. The floor, yeah, the floor is like, my nah. My flight got canceled. There were no <laughs> hotels anywhere. Sleep, the best yeah, but, I could do what, was what, what hotel was it? Suites. Quality, what hotel was it? Quality suites. Oh, yeah, I got no, some memories that sleep on a roof. I know her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleep on a roof. I got memories at Quality Inn. Sleep on a roof. I was like, I, let, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, let me get a couple bottles of water for the room. He's like, oh man, we only take cash. I was like, what kind of Ponzi scheme you running here, motherfucker? <laughs> I listen. I this. I was in favor of Arkansas. I go to the guy at the counter. I'm like, man, I've been been a long night. I had two flights canceled. Blah blah. And he's like, oh man, I've never been on a plane before, but that sounds tough. He was like 30 years old. Aww. Oh, Jesus. Fayetteville, wow. Arkansas. Yeah. Listen, if anybody's watching from Arkansas, go to the Quality Suites and book this nigga a flight. <laughs> if you watch from if you watch it from Arkansas, move. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> yeah, don't, you, you can't be going to cities you've never heard of before. Al. You, like, it's gonna be, Listen, yeah, you can't do that. A certain corporation has their headquarters in Arkansas, and that's why I had to be there. Um, I forgot my entire point when the rant music started. I was just going off. I will say, Bam earned that max contract not for what he will one day be able to do, but what he currently can do right now. And that has been my entire point with the max contract. You listen, you held the Boston Celtics to 93 points tonight, not because Boston's a bad offense, because you have one of the best defenses in the entire NBA. And what is supposed to make up for the fact why why should you be able to score more than 80 points? Because your starting backcourt should have more than zero field goals. I mean, super yes to that. Yes. Jimmy Butler yes. should have more than 13 points on four for 18 shooting. Tyler yes. Hero's supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bam is Bam is what Bam is getting paid for, they are doing. When you see 93 points all game, I don't care what you say. When they made their big shots, they were step back threes, contested. They made a lot of big shots, and they still only scored mm-hmm. 93 points. Bam, for what he is getting paid for, he is absolutely doing. The only so, thing I, I'm still ahead, annoyed to this point that we keep getting these 38 minute games out of him. Like he should be, he should have been at 44 minutes tonight. 
Jimmy Butler's hurt and he was at 40 minutes. I don't understand why Bam Adebayo can't play more than 38 minutes. I'm tired of that shit. I'm with you on that. So, yes to that. But, again, some of the things that gets frustrating with him is, like, Nick, we you you know we're struggling to score offense. You see nobody <laughs> take a shot. Yeah. Like God damn, and then you just erupt for for eight to twelve points. And it's always, at least for me, I don't. I'm not gonna speak for whatever Twitter does with their words. For me, it's always been damn. Why this late? Why does it take? Why does it take you having heard the noise? Why does it take you not getting whatever? Like why does it take them being down twenty four for you to be like? All right, shit, I'm just play with reckless abandon. I'm going to just go balls to the wall. I'm not going to think too much. I'm just going to go and, and do what is naturally innate to me. That still needs molding and, and still needs working out. He still has a lot of skill work to do. But, like, that is what's so frustrating about him is he has the body. He has the form. Yeah, he shoots the shit soft. But he has the the the, the pieces. And you see him, like, explode to put the pieces together. And then he really fucked it up with that nine game stretch during the regular season where he was just on. Yeah. And so you look like you're turning a corner. You look like things are are like, okay, this is who he knows that we kind of want him to be. And even the presser, we, we'd say, you know, we're tired of hearing Bam talk about, oh, I got to be more aggressive. The one presser that was look particularly different, he was basically saying, it felt like he was saying, I didn't know that like they really need that for me. Yes, we do. And so to, to like, explode for nine almost knocked my pain off to explode for for nine games to do that and then to not but then pop up in the third quarter after we're already 24 points down and then cool but then two games later all right i'm gonna give it to you again like that shit builds and again put your 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 words and take them and make them less emotional but like people are or allowed are not to but that that shit builds and it's 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 frustrating. I guess my question is, at one point, what point does somebody have to keep showing you who they are before you believe them? But you told me for nine games, and you know that we know that we but need what, you to hey, do this. What you, makes what makes an offensive superstar? A guy you know, who can who do it every me, single night. Talking, a guy, listen, listen, listen. I didn't cut you off. A you guy know. that can do it every Bam has showed us time and time again. He can do 25, 25, 23, and then he's going to go 8, 6, 8, 6, 10, 12, and then he's going to go 23, 24, 30, maybe even drop a 40-pointer. He is an inconsistent offensive player. So we can get as frustrated as we want with him. He is not that dude. And the thing is, what he brings to the table, they need desperately. The other guys have to score. Like, they, you cannot go into a game with zero field goals made from your starting backcourt, and when Bam is your leading scorer, come out of the game blaming him. Bam could have dropped 30 tonight, 30, and they were losing. I don't care what that final score says. That was bullshit garbage time. If Bam dropped 35 points tonight, they were losing this game. Not that necessarily. Is my- no, that's not necessarily the truth. No, it's not. That could have been – that could have been dropped at, at spurts that was cutting momentum. That could have been dropped at spurts where they needed it before when it was at like 15 and not at 24. No, that's I don't okay, sorry. I, I if he if he shot if he hit 23 points tonight above his season average, they're losing this game. That's not what I'm saying. That's the complete but no, no, but I understand I understand being frustrated. I understand being frustrated with the but at some point, like at some point we have to walk away from these games. Bam did his job tonight. 
Yes. He did. He had 18 and 10. He played stellar defense, and you lost this game badly. None of that shit is Bam's fault. And I, I you can be as frustrated with Bam as you want. I'm frustrated. I'm watching him like shoot. But the thing is, he did his job. Yes, putting the blame for the loss on him. That's not the thing. But, but that's what I'm talking out about. Where the frustrations are with him. That's, see, like that's you can be frustrated with Bam. But the, the what the, the next thing that we go to is when we when we're blaming him for the like I'm I'm reading the chat. I'm done with this guy. I'm done with Bam. No, well Why? then Why? guess what? The, then we're not gonna be in contention next year if you get rid of him. No, no, He's no, one of your Bam. focal points. Play Bam you know? for fucking Donovan Mitchell, and you you will lose 135 to 95. Exactly. But we'll score 15 more points than we did tonight. Who gives a fuck? Like that's my point. It's like I understand being frustrated, but at some point, Bam is who he is. And Bam did the things that Bam needs to do tonight to Listen, win a basketball game. We got the Bam game, all right? We got the Bam game that we were going to get in the series. You're going to get one every series if you're lucky with the way that he asserts himself on the offense. We got it. This, but is, no, who you're, is. It's, it's, this is who he is on offense. Right, but I think you're right. Like, there's too uh, much. There's too much invested in. No, I know, but there's a little too much invested. I'm like blaming the one thing, and it's it's exhausting, and it's lazy. Um, there are there are a multitude of things to be frustrated about in a game like this, and 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 frankly, throughout points in this series. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't, you know, the tearing down of certain players, um especially after, you know, a couple games ago, you know, winning you certain games. It's yeah, it's just it's it's lazy. Um I see a lot of people talking about Kyle and that we do we should we should touch on Kyle's performance tonight. Um I, because I, I see more people more I mean much more people are really sort of blaming Kyle uh, even even more than Bam in this I because he didn't Kyle get off that bench in the fourth quarter and he didn't even look like he could stand up. I know. Like, I know. Then, then don't be out there. No, then no, I'm out there. But don't blame Kyle for that. No, but don't bl that, but, but again, fine. don't yeah, don't blame don't blame Kyle for that shit. Because Kyle so, Kyle is not right. Kyle has not been right. So All right. Why if you don't feel right, why let me put you out? Yeah. Listen, I, every I, every competitor is going to want to play. That's and fair. what do you say when the counter to that is you always have to save them from themselves and from the detriment of the team. And that's what – so my problem is not with Kyle trying to gut out an injury because we applaud that shit all the time mm -hmm. until we lose and we get emotional as fans and now we want to trash the dude. Kyle's trash. That's, that's when I get mad. We're trashing a dude who's gutting through an injury. But if he didn't even try to play, we'd be like, Kyle's soft. This is the stuff yeah. that upset that annoys the fuck out of me. It's so lazy. It's so dumb. Okay, if if it's if you're gonna blame anybody, blame Spo. Yeah. Blame the coaching staff for letting a guy play through injuries. Oh. I'm fine with that. I yeah yeah I support yeah, I think, that. I think he waited too late to bring Caleb back in, so that's fine. I, like I do have some issues with Spo tonight. Yes. That, that's fair. Spread it around. Put it to where it goes, but it do go to a few different places. You yeah. want to blame somebody? B blame the fact that we probably should not shouldn't have played Jimmy or Kyle in Game Four. Hey, I was yeah. saying that. I was saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jimmy you, needs that extra rest, man. That could have been sorry, the difference go, in this series. I'm sorry. Go ahead, so, Kenny. This is uh, we ended up getting away from what I was gonna say. I just have to get back to it. So, and obviously, I'm gonna like say it differently because like we're not speaking to just 
regular like people who annoy me typically. I think what happened tonight is like Bam went out there. Um, the Celtics weren't dropping on everything. They were giving him the switches he wanted. He did attack him. I think he went into halftime with 10 or 12 points. He was he started the third quarter on the bench for a really long time. When he came back in, Gabe was going off. And, I mean, and again, I just try to be consistent. So, all season when Bam's going off or when whoever's going off and Jimmy comes in and tries to take back over and he's not playing well, everybody's mad at Jimmy, right? If we want Bam to take these jumpers that he's not good at, like, that's okay. He has to take it because it's there. All season long, we've been mad at Jimmy for doing that. And so I just don't understand why. And then at the end of the day, when Gabe started to get cold, that's when Bam started to take back over. And the lead, the game was pretty much over, but the lead started to be cut back down. And I think what we, I think Bam, I guess, taking over too late. If I don't, I didn't see that that way. I will respect Bun's like perspective, but I didn't see that that way. But even if that's the case, you still want that over a guy who's going to pack it up and quit. Yeah, if it's late, if it's but I but I agree with Bond. I would have I would have loved to see it earlier. I would have loved to see some of that aggression earlier. The whole point behind the frustration with Bam. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm also not. That's why I understand the frustration. I'm also just not the one that's gonna say Bam's trash, trade him all. Like that's where I feel like we always go too far. Like I'm watching the game with my wife tonight. I'm just like, oh, okay, now Bam decides to do something. Thanks. <laughs> like too I'm, little, too late. But I'm more. I'm you know. I'm more mad. Is is Max hurt? He's definitely hurt. He's really He's hurt. He's definitely. Oh hurt. yeah. You you saw him go back and he went back to the locker room for a while. Yeah. I'm 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 looking at Max. I'm look. You know. He's moving. He getting shots up. If you getting shots up, I need some of them to fall. Yeah, but when's no, the last and, time? And so, when's the last I'm, time someone was was hampered with a hamstring injury that was like shooting the basketball lights out? I mean, I mean, I don't it's know. it's hard. Saying... it's it's tough. It's just it's tough to do that. But yeah, he was definitely out, didn't he? He even went to the locker room for a bit, right, Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Max. He yeah, was, he Very, it, that's good. that's the Celtics in him. That, that's the Celtics in him. Yeah. <laughs> now, Haywood Highsmith uh, was a plus four in two yeah. minutes, and so hey, was Omer. Some positives. There we go. Yeah, cool, Listen, I, like I, I love it. I I will say this: if we are sitting here thinking that the, the season's over. And the Heat can't go into Boston and win a game. Like, come on. They win game six and fucking anything can happen. It's wide you know, open like, at that point. Yeah. Dude, they just took a game in Boston, what, four days ago? Yeah. Like, and yeah. honestly, I mean, it's not even just some homer shit. It's just the fact that these playoffs have been super fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Like, Boston just did this to Milwaukee last series. Boston was dead in the water after when, when Milwaukee went up 3 2, right? Boston went into Milwaukee mm-hmm. one one and then one one game seven at home. Now, are the Heat facing an uphill battle? If these guys aren't right. Like I would like to see Kyle come off the bench. I would like to see Gabe in the starting lineup mm-hmm. right now. Uh, yeah. And I'm not even trying to be a Duncan Homer. I'd like to see Duncan in the starting lineup and see what Max can give you off the bench. Because Duncan, I felt like played well. Like he didn't shoot made a couple great. shots. Ooh, they listen, were chasing the shit out of him, though. They were they, they, were, they were fearful. The fuck out of him. And honestly, in this series, Gabe, I mean, Max or Duncan should be on the floor at all times. Like, they make the defense react completely mm-hmm. differently. And I'd like mm-hmm. to see some minutes of them overlapping if Max is right. So yeah. I, I do think, like, we are not, like, 
this this shit is not over. In, in the mm. least, you it's know, not. it's it's a, it's a seven game series. I mean, and and honestly, and also, and at the end of the day, if they lose, and because they were just you know they're injured and they just didn't have enough, you know, it's not an excuse because other teams are coming overcoming injuries right now. But it is what it is, you know. And really, like, if they do lose, I think regardless, because I think championship or bust is a really dumb mentality because, like, championships, it, there's so much luck that goes into it. Mm-hmm. This would be a season to celebrate. Great season. Look, oh, yeah. one of my, no, no matter what happens, one of my favorite heat seasons look. of all time. Well, and I also want to say, like, there's the whole thing that I, I hadn't really noticed in, in, in years past so much, but it's like ever since the bubble, calling the heat bubble frauds and whatnot, there, there, people still are saying they're like the worst one seed of all time. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? How like, legitimately, le- no, I'm not in the mood for that tonight, but like, <laughs> le- legitimately, though, can you get this far in the Eastern Conference Finals? Can you get to a game six, potential game seven? You know, against you. Listen, I know, I know the Sixers were also hobbled, but they still were playing with Embiid, right? Um, you know, this series, the Celtics. Listen, they're they're also hobbled, but they have a full roster right now. So, I just that's so stupid, and and like and enjoy beat? saying that shit from your fucking mom's couch, you fucking losers. But who did the Celtics beat? That everyone so the the Nets who have not, like who proved to you all season long they weren't that fucking good. They couldn't play defense to save their fucking right. life. The the Bucks without uh, Chris Middleton. Yeah. But who was killing us last year? Chris Middleton was putting it in us game after game last year. Nice. But again, I don't want to sit here and then and I'm not I, I agree with all those points, but I'm not gonna sit here and go like, well, fucking Boston, look at their fucking no. They're great. You play, you play, no. they are great. And and you play what's in front of you, but there is no way like Go to hell if you think that if they lose in six in the Eastern Conference Finals, that this season was a wash and this season look, sucked. Fuck look. off. It's really, really stupid. First things first, there's no such thing as an 82-game fluke. Like, it takes a lot of consistency to like win over, what is that, five, six months? Like with guys being out, having to step up, and again, right. back to the point, of, back to the point of this season being something to celebrate. You have Gabe and Max going from fringe league guys. They got a contract, and people are always like, either like, oh, okay, whatever, or huh, I don't know why. Why would they get two years to being real deal like contributors on one of the better teams in the NBA? You have the team who has been one of the better teams in the NBA after getting swept in the first round last season. So I think even if this season does end on whichever day, whether it's – I don't know what day it is. I, my life's been crazy recently. but two, Oh, it's uh, two days from now. That's how it is. Yeah. That's yeah. If two the days season ends two days or, or from Or two now, days from then or whatever. If the season, it's ends, definitely if two season days. ends two days. If it ends two days from now – I will I, I will understand people's frustration then. I under like I get that, but me personally, I'm gonna take this as a season to celebrate and yeah. build on. See what they do in the offense, but I'm taking this season to celebrate. No matter what happens the rest of the way, this was a great, great season. So with that season, right? not a bust, but not a success. I mean how is it like, how is it, how is it not a, a success? Season. I don't I don't Who really understand. The finals contenders coming into the season? I did, but I did not. Uh, 
I mean, I, I, I thought they were four or five seed. I thought second I, round. I think I thought, we all thought we were going to be contending coming into for a the championship. Season. Coming into the season, I thought they were a four or five seed. I thought oh, getting well. to the second round was going to be a success, and then let's see them build on it again next year. That's but also, I had Houston okay, Conference so, uh, Finals as a success, like late, like a late ECF run. But, but we all, but yeah, that's sorry. where we are. Yeah, no, but then it began to feel like okay. I don't know. I think, I think the the, the thing that it is is like so. PJ's getting older, right? Kyle's getting older. Jimmy has more miles and more bangs to the knees and these things, and so um, it, it kind of felt like like you know this. What so? What's the window? I guess is my question. If this is a success, the what's the tiny. window? The the window, that's, that's it. And so when people started going down and it felt like, okay, like maybe we can, you know, capitalize and like get in there and, and really, you know, pull some shit out. And then it's like, oh, I don't think, I don't think it's a failure by any stretch. I think that's a bit ridiculous. Um, but I do think it's m- maybe a opportunity uh, loss, like an opportunity that you didn't, I don't know, that you thought that you had. I would I would call it more of an opportunity loss if you were fully healthy getting your ass whooped by the Celtics. Like if Kyle was looking good, like if Kyle was looking right, if Jimmy mm-hmm. was looking right, if Tyler Hero was looking right, if Max Schroes was looking right, and you got your ass whooped by the Celtics, then I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And to, yeah. to me, it's just like it's not even like you got just old, all old guys that are hurt. You got young guys out here hurt, mm-hmm. and that's like I, that's why I'm like, like I'm not looking. Right, and nobody's worried about them. They gonna rec- it's the old people that we're like, all right, yeah, it's not a failure, but like, damn, we kind of let one get away a little bit. Yeah. And if this shit comes to an end again, it doesn't have to. I I believe that they well, can. Exactly. Wait, 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 let's get yeah, back to the issue at hand. The Heat are going to Boston on Friday night yeah. and whooping that monkey ass. Okay, fucking cowards. Let's fucking go. Monkey, that monkey shoulder, they whoop him, whatever. <laughs> Thank you, oh, we, we, should, we should we should really talk about we just gotta touch on this this fucking tweet from yeah, MB tonight. <coughs> Miami <laughs> needs another star. Nigga auditioning. <laughs> I like guy. the patrol though. That's Listen, save that. Oh, it's hilarious, isn't he? Was <laughs> so funny. save that for the off season. I got some. So uh, I got some trade packages. <laughs> Packing them up. What's, uh, Alf, if you're gonna do that, you gotta be less entertaining. <laughs> See, I never, I never know where it's gonna go. Okay, here we go. Oh my god, kind of like there it is. NFL equivalent for each me saying the coach's name. No, so I think those two will probably be. Equal set my man. You know up. what? The fact that both of those are icons and how they impact the sport says everything. Yeah. Straight talk wireless will in here, man. My dog. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Can I hear it one more time? Please. No one more. I never, I never know where it's going to go. Okay, here we go. Kind of like naming NFL equivalent for each. <laughs> <laughs> Chapman, welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.